Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavy.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram at jakeadamdavy. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive in with today's episode on the Influence Podcast. Okay, hello, welcome along. This is episode number 20 of the Influence Podcast. And today I am extremely excited to be able to introduce Bob Doyle. Uh, Bob is an international speaker. He is a number one best-selling author and serial entrepreneur. His flagship program, Wealth Beyond Reason, earned his spot as a featured law of attraction expert in the worldwide phenomenon, The Secret. You've probably heard of it. Uh, Bob has several passion ventures in broadcasting and virtual reality. He's also a voiceover talent and the host of The Bob Doyle Show, The Dodcast, which is a personal favorite name of mine, and No More Secrets podcasts as well. A big part of his approach to providing value is live streaming on platforms like Facebook and YouTube to create authentic relationships and provide training in an engaging way while still being able to reach a mass audience without those typical, typical costs associated with live training. Bob, thank you so much for joining us today. It's an absolute pleasure to have you with us. It's my pleasure, I promise. <laughs> but I have to know, I, look, I have to know right up front, why is the Dodcast, why does that have a special meaning to you? I don't know, I just love the name. I, I, I just love the name, the Dodcast. And, um, well, where do you find out what it's about? I'll let you figure that out. Okay, I will. I loved. I, I saw that. I thought, and I thought that's fantastic. So I will pick up on that. Um, Bob, thank you for joining me today. I, I do greatly appreciate it. And I was particularly excited. I guess I kind of come back to when we first met, which was around uh, two to three weeks before Christmas. Um, but this year, we should, we're recording this now at the end of 2019, and at an event with um, Sammy Blindell, which was the uh, Brand Builders Bootcamp, I believe. I believe. And Vision, voice, and visibility. That's the one, yeah. yeah. And um, and you were you were sort of compare of the the whole event. Do you want to just give me a little bit of background as to where that all came from? What me being the MC there? Yes, please. Well, so I I met Sammy a couple of years ago on one of her other business ventures, and I went and I spoke on live streaming at that time, and so we've just kind of been fast friends ever since. And so she, she knew that in addition to my law of attraction stuff that I do host the Bob Doyle show, which is much more personality driven and it's, you know, it's silly and fun. It's more about, you know, just me being a broadcaster, which is what I started out as in my career. And so I think when she was just looking at, and, and because most of the people, I guess, in her circle are familiar with the secret. And so my name is familiar that just uh, inviting me to MC the event would be just a fun thing where I get to do kind of the, the Bob Doyle show part of my personality 
and and mix in a little bit of the law of attraction stuff too. So it's just a fun way to, you know, do a lot of the things I love with people I enjoy. Sure. Well, I'd I'd come across you on the, the well through the secret first of all the book and then the the movie, and um, forgive me, I don't want this to come across the wrong way, but I hadn't realized how, like, um, how can I put it? You were ex like you're probably the most comfortable person on stage that I've seen speak. Um, and that came across straight away. It almost felt to me as if you'd gone on there. You didn't really need much planned. Um, forgive me if you did, but you did, it felt like <laughs> you didn't need much planned. It felt like you didn't really have any notes. And the thing that really impressed me that I was kind of most, most impressed with was how you were able to, to switch very quickly, to, like irrespective of what happened on stage and who was on and who you were talking to. And if something unexpected came up, you could still kind of roll with it. Where, where does that come from? That absolutely comes from live streaming because when I started the Bob Doyle show years, you know, a few years ago, which was just sort of the, when I was in radio, I had the Bob Doyle show like 30 years ago. Right. So now it's just a live stream version because now I can do all this video stuff. Um, uh, but because it was live, you know, it's live. I, I waited forever to launch it because I was kept practicing it and practicing because I was doing so much technical stuff with graphics. It was like things just kept, you know, breaking. I, my CPU would overload or just something wouldn't work or the audio would loop and all that. And I'm like, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And then one day I said, you know what? I'm never going to freaking be ready. It's never going to be perfect. Go. Yeah. And the very first show I had an audio loop. It was crazy, but I just had to learn in that moment. It's all about how I respond in that moment. It's going to determine whether or not people enjoy this or not, whether or not it went the way I wanted to. So I learned through the show to just roll with it. Yeah. I mean, and just learn to, to ad lib and just like, just not sweat it yeah. because you know, the audience will follow your anxiety curve, you know, and if you have fun with it, if you can laugh, then they can laugh. Yeah. And, and so I think I'm sure it was just years of things having crash and burn during live streams where it was just like, now it was the same, the same potential, you know, uh, but let's just see how I do in front of actual people. So it was a fun, it was a fun challenge. And yeah, really the only notes I had were, the bios that I was given, you know, that day <laughs> of the people. So yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun, uh, just a real exercise in, in, uh, being in the moment yeah. and, and paying attention and just trying to stay engaged with the people. Just remember that there are people out there and connect, connect, connect instead of like yeah. be, I don't know. It's almost too rigid, if you like. Right, right. Or, and just like, like I've always, my, my whole style in this whole, ever since I got into this industry, and certainly since I got known, if you will, because of the secret, is just to, look, I'm just me. Uh, I didn't, it wasn't my plan to be in the personal development industry. It wasn't my plan to be, you know, known by all these people. So, so I don't want to become somebody that I'm not, which, which, I felt like after the secret, there was this period of time where I felt pulled to be something different. Like now I got to step up and be like Jack and Bob and all the others who've been in the industry for 30 years. Right. So it was this really weird sort of, if you look at my videos around that time, uh, sales videos or whatever, before live streaming was a thing, I'm very like, I'm smiling, but I'm pretty rigid and I'm just kind of announcery and just sort of like trying to be what I thought people wanted me to be. And that didn't last very long It was because it wasn't fun. You know, I had to start bringing my personality in into it. And uh, once I did that, then the fun came back to it. Sure.
Sure. I, I, I mean, that was, that was the thing that stood out to me. I just, I, I just really wanted to highlight that because my background as a teacher, I was a teacher for eight years and I, I do believe that that has given me some ability to be able to improvise and kind of go with it. But yeah, you kind of, I always look at people who are really good on stage. And for me, maybe I was, maybe I was one of those people who knowing you in the secret and, and seeing the film and reading the book, then I kind of had this impression of you before I met you. Sure. And actually it was, almost instantly totally transformed which i which i really enjoyed it was nice to be it was nice to be wrong um uh not that I, it was negative or anything like that but i just had one idea and it was just totally the opposite and that's what i really really liked about it i um, appreciate you telling me that i that because yeah. that you know I, i've heard that a good bit over yeah. the course of time when, when i would get off of stage for the first time in front of a group they're like oh i had no idea you were this you know yeah yeah it's it's it, it really it really did um it, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. So thank you for that. Um, I had intended to talk about the secret first, but actually we've kind of touched on live streaming a little bit, and the the fact that you've that you've talked about how your your experience, obviously your background in radio um, and and voiceover as well, and how that's kind of impacted your your confidence. Could yeah. you? What, one of the big things I, I talk about and with clients that I work with um, and through my own training is the the value of live video and doing live yeah. video. So this is this is a real big big thing for me. Could you talk about some of the the real obvious benefit? Well, maybe obvious to, to yourself, but um, maybe not so clear to others about the biggest benefits to actually doing live video yeah. live stream. Absolutely. So you know, these days I feel like more than ever, it could be my bubble, but I think it's true that people really want to have authentic relationships with the people they do business with, and certainly if it's like personal development or helping them in their life in some way. You know, so so getting that whole, you know, we all, we've all heard the whole know, like, and trust. You want people to know, like, and trust you. And and so up until live streaming, we were trying to develop that relationship through our writing on web pages or our emails or Facebook posts or whatever we were doing, or video too. But but when people do videos, a lot of times they get into video mode. They get into presentation mode. And again, there's sort of a disconnect. But there's something about live streaming, if you'll do it, uh, and, and not bring your speaker mode into live streaming and just be you, with mistakes, with not knowing where you're going, with forgetting what you're saying, with something going wrong, with all of it, people get to know who you are, like who you are, and then finally trust. Now, not everyone is going to like you. You're, the whole idea with live streaming is you get to cultivate the tribe because you know, since you're being the, your real you, that the people who do start coming in and telling their friends about you and all that as your audience grows, they're perfect. So, so that whole no like and trust relationship just happens organically by you just being you. Yeah. And then that develops into, you know, being able to quote unquote, ask for a sale at the appropriate time without having to sell. Because sure. that, you know, if there's so many strategies with live streaming, like if you're an author and you're writing a book, you haven't even started writing it. If you live stream your process and people are watching as you're writing your book and you're getting feedback from them, now they're invested in the book. They're a part of it. So that when the book comes out, it's a celebration already. You've got you've got the first bunch of customers right there, right? I mean, there's no, and then they just spread the word, and it's all so that kind of stuff is just creative uses of of taking advantage in the good way of the relationship, the authentic relationship that you build with people, so that the whole process, if you're in business of doing sales, doesn't feel like that anymore. Sure, sure. So that's just a couple of things. You want me to go on? Well, I, I, I guess I would counter that by asking, you know, you, you no doubt would be familiar with some of the, the biggest fears and concerns and drawbacks that people have about getting started. So yeah. how, how, do, how, do, how do you overcome them? 
you you practice. There's it's the it's just like if you're a public speaker or a comedian or a anything where you have to get up on stage, you're you're creating new wiring, you're flexing new muscles. Your comfort's only going to come from doing it, from having those mistakes, from being embarrassed or being able to laugh it off or whatever. But you've got to go through the process. And so you know what I do when I'm when I'm helping people getting started with live stream is give them a community where they can practice in a safe environment. You know, like with other people also learning how. Yeah. So that any technical issues, they, you know, they get used to it in a safe space. They do have an audience of people who are really just built in supporting them and giving them comments. So they learn how to interact. They learn how to practice saying hello to somebody when they come in so that they feel a part of the conversation. I mean, I don't know if you've ever joined a live stream by accident. You know, you're scrolling around and boom, oh, my God, you're on. Yeah. If they say, hey, it's Jake, you're way more likely to stay. Yeah. <laughs> You know, then then uh, just try to hide away because oh, you've been called out or whatever. Yeah. So there's just that kind of stuff. And that only comes through through live streaming. You can't do that with video and you can't do that yeah. you know, with anything else. That's so I, I that's amazing because I for a long time have always gone the other way, which is I, I in my mind, because maybe I'm a bit nervous about doing video or have been nervous about doing it in the past. So I kind of go in with an idea of this is what I'm going to go on. I'm going to go and say this. I don't want any interruptions and then I'm going to finish. Um, uh, and then when people pop up, let's say I do a, an Instagram live, you know, I, they might pop up. It's like, hi, Hey, how are you doing? I'm, I'm from, I don't know, the States or from India or from Australia, wherever it might be. And, um, and I'm thinking, ah, oh, don't like, don't put me off almost. So, and I think this is, I think this is, you know, that's cause I'm like, I'm trying to try to say these various things. So it's, it's crazy how you're almost saying, you know, go the other way, which is, not to say don't plan, but just really embrace everybody yeah. that's joining. Is that, is that the so let me, with? I, I definitely want to speak to that because I, you know, have gotten, I, if you watch old Bob Doyle shows or whatever, and even current ones, I get distracted by comments all the time. I get so derailed. But to me, it's worth it to have the interaction and to go down there and to have that connection point because I can always come back. And, and if you've built that relationship, you can say, what was I talking about? And they'll tell you. I, I've done that multiple times yeah uh, way multiple times and so it doesn't i don't feel like it takes anything away from my value of, of the content or anything like that it just makes me more human and then i get right back on track and i try to stay focused and sometimes i will say guys i have to look at your comments after so there's ways to to manage it yeah uh, and you don't have to respond every single time someone does something because obviously then you'd never get done and one of the great benefits also of live streaming is that you're creating content possible content it's a great way to workshop ideas and so sometimes you want to have chunks of that where you're not interacting so that you can use it again, you know, use it in a video and the banter between the, you know, the live stream, the, the audience would be disrupted. So like if you're on a roll, then maybe you tune out the comments for that time, get, get that out there. So you've got that chunk of video and then go back to responding because really there's so much content you can create or it's just a notepad for great ideas. You know, live streaming is just uh, another way to, to, to add more value out there. Yeah. So you go live, am I right in thinking you go live, is it every Wednesday? The Bob Doyle show is every Wednesday at eight in the morning, but then I go live, you know, several times, just whenever outside okay. of that. So is that, that was going to be my next question. Do you, do you have a, the Bob Doyle show, as you say, Wednesday, I know you even did it on, on Christmas day this year, Yeah, Christmas day, um, which is, you know, amazing. Um, do you have a structure around your other lives or do you have a structure overall or is it, is it simply Wednesdays and that's it? How do you, how kind do you of, kind of, it, it, 
some of my stuff is seasonal. Like I have a whole series that I do called Under a Tree, which was just a spontaneous thing that happened. One day I was at the park. I live near this park and it's beautiful there. And I would live stream from there and I was under a tree and I just say, I am under a tree. And then it just became this whole hashtag under a tree. If you, ha if you search on Facebook hashtag under a tree, you'll find dozens of these things. That is more regular during uh, more climate friendly times of year. Like right it, in the summer, <laughs> it gets too hot and the winter is too cold. But like in the spring or whatever, I do those like almost sometimes every, every day. You know, and people do, they get to know that about this time of day and I will have a regular audience and stuff. And that's just, that's another opportunity for me to just, it's just really improv is all it is. Like I'll play off of whatever I'm seeing. I may come in there with a couple of ideas I want to riff on mm -hmm. and just see how they go. Um, I have been known to bring a note, you know, with little, little notepads with just the little bullet points that I'll think of sometimes on the way there. Because I'll, if I don't, they're just going to fly out. But sometimes I have ideas like I want to explore this, quote unquote, comedically and see how silly it can get if it works. Not that I'll even ever use it again. It's just that's the fun of it for me. It's yeah. like is it's that that's the that's the part of me that was around way before the secret of the law of attraction stuff came up. You know, the class clown type of oh, I just want to see if I can get a laugh. So so what do you what specifically do you focus on now? Because I know that you're 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 putting a lot of focus on live stream, obviously at the the program where we saw each other a couple of weeks ago, you had yeah. you talked about a live streaming program. What specific? Who is that for? And what specifically does it does it do? What's the outcome? It's interesting that I I because you know when I spoke there, it was a bunch of you know conscious entrepreneurs, right? Who all have a message. They're perfect for live streaming, right? They they absolutely want to get their message across and create relationships and build a tribe and a following. This I've just created another relationship with a whole organization of hypnotherapists and they are the same where they have they sometimes live in a bubble and they don't know how much more reach they can get and how much more impact they can get by just going live every now and then and sharing their knowledge and their expertise with people so if anybody like that who's got a message that they want to get out in the world if they're an expert if they're a speaker if they're an author they just have something to say that's who it's perfect for you know who who ideally wants to use it for some sort of commercial purpose Sure. you know the, yeah okay okay perfect so the, the the program that you have at the moment you you have a course at the moment or is it um is it a, a program how what what could you tell us a bit more about that yeah so the boot camp so i've got two different levels of on which where i help people with live streaming like when i do my live stream on the bob Doyle show i'm using my i'm not using my phone i'm using my computer higher end software doing lots of different stuff that's more of a one-on-one -on -one. i'll help you do that kind of stuff but the the live stream boot camp which is what i was sharing with all of the audience there and like the hypno uh hypnotherapists is really getting you comfortable with just live streaming from your phone to create that intimate relationship yeah. with with the audience because because this all this glitz and glamour can be disconnected if you don't really know how to work engagement right i mean it's a use because then you get a, get into show mode and you create distance so and i like that that's why i like to mix up doing this you know the product the produce thing with a lot of just the organic phone stuff and that's what i recommend for people so it's it's giving them like i said that safe space to first of all kind of find their voice you know like who do they want to be out there ideally it's them but there is that go live version of them that they're going to present. That's you know hopefully authentic. And so like finding that voice and and what is it that you want to say? Like a lot of people not exactly sure how they would use live stream. So there's a lot of coaching in the program. It's a 30 day thing. It's a 30 day sort of intensive 
let's get you clear on your message, let's get you comfortable with the technology, show you how to do certain things, and also more advanced things like creating you know, graphic branding for your live streams on Facebook without having to use, you know, by, by, by using some of the tools that Facebook has that a lot of people don't know about or ways to broadcast your live stream, not just to Facebook, but also to YouTube and other, you know, other video channels. So there's all sorts of advanced stuff that they learn, but, but really it's about, it's about just getting comfortable with going live uh, on a regular basis to, to establish that professional relationship and because that can pay for itself over and over and over again. I mean, if you've got content, if you've got a program, if you in any way, you know, gather people up and and sell them a product program service or help them or you coach them, then, then learning how to be comfortable with live stream and being spontaneous and being yourself and having fun and, you know, knowing how to interact so that you're not just talking at them. I mean, these are skills that, they're not necessarily hard to learn, but they're new. And so that 30 days is like, we want you to do something every day to get rewired because that's, you know, my other conversation that doesn't have to do with this, this more law of attraction is about the wiring in our head and how it stops us. And that definitely comes into play when it start when it comes to live streaming people, if they haven't done it, they come up against all kinds of stuff. And, and it's one thing for someone just to say, well, just do it. But then there's, a, I, I do bring into this, live stream bootcamp, my 20 years of coaching on that more personal level. Like, so let's find out what the, why is this so challenging for you? Because maybe yeah. we have an opportunity for some real transformation here for you in addition to getting you out there visibly. So it's kind of a blend. You know, you're going to get much more out of being in the bootcamp than just knowing how to go live. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Thank you. It's, I, I, um, about 18 months or so ago, I, I started doing live videos, probably longer, about two years ago. I started doing live video and I did, I think, 450 days live in mm -hmm. a row or something. Um, and for one reason or another, completely stopped it. But I certainly put a big part of my growth, say speaking and teaching and stuff down to, and just confidence as well, to the live video. So, um, you know, if that's something that people are, are keen on and interested in learning more on, and I imagine certainly... You know, one of the big things I talk about with Instagram and social media generally is the, the that real shift to video and live video and building those connections. Um, that for anybody listening, um, highly recommended to check that out. Is there? I could put a link in the show notes, um, Bob. Is that the easiest way for people to find out more about the that particular program? Yeah, yeah on that on that page, I kind of go over some, you know, sort of reiterate some of the reasons that we talked about why you want to do this. Um, you know, that we didn't get to. So there's some other stuff there just to kind of like get your head on straight. You, if you go to the page, you should know this is for me or not. If you feel challenged by it, then you know it's for you. Right. But if it's like, it's, it's, it's just, yes, that's the best way to find out. Amazing. Thank you. I'll make sure I will make sure that I link to that in the, in the show notes, Bob. Um, can I, I'd like to take a couple of steps back. Cause you mentioned that a big or a, a component of that, that, um, live streaming course, um, features, or has elements of your own coaching. Obviously, your mm -hmm. um, your your wealth of experience now and background in coaching and and helping people uncover maybe those pain points and those sticking points that allow them that are not allowing them to move forward. Yeah. Um. How how did you? I, I'm just so interested about how it all came about. I know a little bit about your background. I've done quite a bit of research prior to this this uh, this this conversation. Um, and I know that you kind of gradually transitioned towards sort of the law of attraction and. How did it, like, what was, what was that moment? I'm really, I'm always really fascinated by a particular moment. Was it just something that flicked in your head or was it a gradual build up that 
brought you to, do you know what, this is, this works and I can see it really working. I know why this is so important. How did that so come it, Okay, so it's interesting. I was just talking about the origin story a little bit ago the other day. And that is that 10, in 1990, December 26th, I, I'll never forget, um, I just kind of had this, I was actually looking at a, it was a cigarette lighter, which I purchased not because I smoked, but because it had these, this holographic sticker around it where the lights were all shiny and colorful. This was like, this, this is kind of a new thing back then. There was hologram, hologram all over the place. Yeah. And I'm looking at this thing and something just went boom in my mind about the energetic nature of the universe. And it was like this massive download that I had no words for. And, and I was like, like I spent literally not full time, but off and on the next 10 years, just kind of revisiting this and like, what do I do with this? Like, I know this thing, but I don't, I can't prove this thing. And it sounds crazy, this thing to some people, but not all. And I don't even know who to talk to about this, you know, that kind of stuff. And then when I kind of reached a point in my professional life where I was struggling trying to, because I started in radio, which is what I wanted to do. Yeah. But then I got disillusioned by it for various reasons and got out of it. But then it was like, well, now what? And I tried to start various businesses and I just kept, nothing was working. And, and so that's when I kind of started looking at, well, all the logical stuff I'm doing, tactical, the stuff I'm learning about marketing and nothing's working. So there must be something else going on. And I've always had this everything is energy conversation going on in the back of my head since, you know, 10 years before, 12 years before. And um, then I just started looking down more metaphysical paths, you know, and, and learn more about visualization and meditation and those types of things. And that all eventually led me, led me to just some basic quantum physics principles that made me realize that, you know, really realize the energetic impact of our thoughts. Like I already knew everything, including our thoughts and just so much was energy. Like I, I had had that, but then I, but I hadn't put it into the context of how it was affecting what was happening in my life. And when I looked at my financial situation, which was bad at that time, and I was trying to get all this stuff going, was nothing was working. I had to, be, once I had that aha or got the information about, you know, just how powerful I thought our thoughts are, I had to take a real honest look at what are my thoughts? There's what I'm saying, but what am I really spinning inside my beliefs around success and money and so on? And, my, and honestly, it was exactly how it was showing up in my life, that money's hard to come by, there's always going to be debt, and it doesn't matter if you love what you do or not, you just got to do something to make a living, because that's what I grew up with. That was my wiring. So, you know, I had to, if I was going to have a different outcome, I had to change, I wasn't using this terminology back then, but I had to change my wiring. I had to have a different conversation inside about money and success. And so just recognizing that I had been holding on to those thoughts was the turning point because I knew at that point, well, Hey, it's just energy. I can choose other thoughts. And so it was about like doing basic law of attraction stuff, like, you know, uh, vision board type of things and making lists of what I want and getting into the feeling, just that basic stuff and things just began to shift. And as soon as I saw anything start to work, I started putting together the first iteration of the wealth beyond reason program, just kind of for myself, but also just to share you know, what I was learning. I wasn't positioning myself as an expert at the very beginning. I was yeah. a, sort of a facilitator. But sometime in that, and this is a key, and then we'll wrap up the answer to your question with this, but because it's, it's, it's pivotal in everything I teach now and, and, you know, but what I decided at that point, at some point, you know, I, who am I going to be in this? Not just what do I want, but who am I going to be in this whole career and all of this? So I made a decision that who I am 
is an effective communicator of these principles to as many willing minds, willing, willing open minds as I can get to, right? Like I am that, not I strive to be that. I am that now. That's who I am. And that's when like the downloads came and I just was writing all the time and recording all the time. It was just the content in the program was exploding because once I owned it, I just like all of that knowing stuff that I couldn't gel for 12 years. Suddenly I, now I had words. Now I had yeah. sentences. I could put it together and communicate it. And that's kind of what I became known for was taking these abstract sort of woo woo type principles and making them understandable to somebody, you know, like myself who was sort of naturally skeptical, but wanted, wanted to understand how this could be true. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That, um, yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> thank you. That, that, that did wrap it all up and bring it all together. Do, do you, do you, so, I mean, we're, we're, we're in a, I guess, some ways fortunate. Uh, I, I personally think it's fortunate for this question. That's why I put it in there. But now we're recording this, I think, on the 29th of December, 2019. Um, what, do you have a particular practice or is there, is, there, is there something that you're going through as we come to the end of not just a year, but the end of a decade, do you have something that you're putting in place for the new year, the new decade? Do you have maybe time away for reflection? Is it something that you do uh, every day anyway? Are you putting aside a day? How are you, is there something that you're doing that maybe people listening could model, myself included, could model to go into <laughs> it and best prepare for the new year and new decade? Man, I don't know if anyone wants to model my rituals, but I mean, because they, they, they're kind of cyclical. Like I'll go through periods, like I went through this really long period of where every day I started the day and I picked up science of getting rich and I read it, you know, even though I'd read it over and over and over, but every time I'm finding new things. So it was like, I went through a, like this period of time where I would do this. And then other times, like my ritual was that Tracy and I would get up in the morning and go climb the mountain for a while. And then the weather changed, but something like that was important. There's something that was good for my soul. Another thing this ritual for me, like I play the ukulele. I love the ukulele and I have, you know, I want to get good at it. And so I practice that every day, probably a good hour, at least every day. And that connects me, you know, to who I am and my creativity and all of that, which is super important because that's something I'd gotten away from, you know, uh, post secret. It was yeah. all about building this business and, you know, leveraging this opportunity and all of that. So, you know, that, whether I do it at the same time every day, that's not how I do it, but giving, but the ritual of giving myself that opportunity to just do something creative that has nothing to do with money, nothing to do with business. Like there's no, you know, it's just so that I can own who I am for that period of time. So if there was any one thing I would say, it's like take every day to really, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, tune in to the essence of who you are and what makes you spectacular and what you know what you really love and find time find a way to do it and get any conversation around is this furthering my career is this helping just get is it allowing you to tune into who you are because ev that informs everything you do and if you don't tune in on a regular basis to your creativity and the essence of who you are then you start to become something that you're not and then you start making decisions out of that and then because I've done it you make yeah. business decisions out of that space and then you're not having fun with the business decisions you made. This wasn't a good relationship. This is not a fun project. I made this from a space of, you know, I've gotten away from me. Is this, I didn't ask myself the question, is this going to be fun? You know, so it's like just making a practice out of tuning into who you are every day and what's really the most important. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, yes. I, 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 yeah. Thank you. Um, that in itself and what you said, just making those decisions from ultimately 
the essence of who you are um, just resonates perfectly with me. Um, I think just something that I personally do in my own practice is that at the end of the year, naturally I've, I will sort of reflect on the year and such and um, almost downtime when I'm not working, you know, I'm not, I'm not um, be it marketing, running ads, writing content, doing video, whatever it might be, but actually just, just taking some time off is probably the time when I get back to me. And then it's like, actually, why am I doing that? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing these things? How, how do you, how does somebody get into that state where they are making decisions which are ultimately best for them and based on their highest values? It's funny because it's just like everything else. If you're not in the habit of doing that, it's, it's a difficult practice to get into because you're not wired to do it. Again, I mean, I just can't stress enough how if we're not conscious, how completely out of control our life is because of our wiring. We're, we think we're in control, but it's really we're making decisions based on things yeah. that aren't necessarily true or, you know, like we, we don't have time to do this kind of stuff. And so we, whenever we're up against that, like finding time to do the stuff like what you just said is something that is whole, so difficult for people. It's so difficult because they feel like they, they need to earn that. You know, like I've got to do all of this business stuff first, or I have to achieve this financial goal before I can do any of that. But that's just wiring. That's just what you've been led to believe. And because you believe it, the evidence is going to show up for you that that's true. But you can look out in the world and see that that's not universally true for everybody. Some people just do stuff for themselves because it's time to do it for themselves. And maybe you wouldn't make that decision, but they should be doing this, but that, but look, they're doing it. So it can be done. You know, so it's about anytime you want to change anything about your life, certainly if it has anything to do with your behavior and your habitual ways of being or thinking, you really got to know why you want to make that change. Like you got to know who that person is and the value of becoming that person, because if it's not super strong, if it doesn't inspire you, then it's going to be really easy for your wiring to kick in and just give you all the reasons to stay right where you are in your uncomfortable, comfortable spot. Yeah. So that taking the time to know why you want what you're saying that you want and who you're going to be in that, which is really the most important thing, getting clear on that first, because that will inform what you really want. You know, that's the, that's, that will help you do the, like, uh, because it is going to be habitual rethinking. You, you know, if you if you come up against a uh, uh, you know situation where you habitually go to the negative or start or that's where you stop, you have to learn to become conscious and go up. Ah, I'm up. This is the wiring. I'm going to make a different choice. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it's not easy to do by yourself. That's why you know there's coaches and stuff. But to make that conscious choice over and over again, knowing why you're doing it and how great it's going to feel when you get there. Yeah. That that's the that's the way to do it. I mean, it just it's going to take knowing why you're doing it and consistency. Just like it took years to get you where you are, but but, but you were being wired unconsciously. Now we're now we're going to do it consciously. Yeah, incredible. So could, I, I'm going to just break that down even even I guess even more so. How for somebody getting started right now. If 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 they know that there are certain elements that they're not happy with, that perhaps they're making decisions which maybe aren't, aren't based on, if you like, their highest values and they're living maybe in other people's values. What, mm -hmm. How do they get started? Is it, is it they need to find a coach? Is it a particular training program? Is it, is it asking themselves maybe better quality questions? How, how is there, is there yes. sort of a set method? I mean, again, this may, may come back to, um, well, uh -huh. what, what would be your advice there? A huge combination of all of those things because number one, they, one way or the other, 
they got to figure out who they want to be because that's going to inform everything. They very well may need coaching for that because mo that's, that's really the majority of coaching that I do is helping people get clear on who they want to be because they're so wired to think that they can only be this, even though their heart is calling to them with this picture and letting them see, you know, that's okay. So, so coaching is that, but you really nailed a great one, a gold mine when you said asking better quality questions, because this is something that, that really has come to the forefront, forefront for me and watching and, and just looking at how, you know, like coaching clients and everything, everybody's asking, why is this bad thing happening to me? How do I change this bad thing? Right. Or, and, and basically you're just keep putting em emphasis on why is this thing keep happening to me? And when you ask the universe that question and you're stating it in this, this thing keeps happening to me, well, guess what? The law of attraction point of view, you're just attracting more of that. That's the space. And even if you don't want to go to the energy and the law of attraction stuff, if that's what you're thinking, you're going to behave differently. You're not going to make the same choices as somebody who knows that something good could happen. Right? So you ask yourself questions like, like, why is it that, why is it so easy for me to make 10 grand every day? Why is it so easy for me to generate leads without even trying? Why is it those questions? Let the universe answer those questions. You don't have to know the answer, but if, but when you get into that feeling of why am I successful? Why is it that I've achieved this thing? And like get into that feeling, that's a whole different vibe that you're putting out there. Because if you ask the other one, why does this thing keep happening to me? The emotional state you're in, the vibe you're in is all negative. It's all in the bad feeling. So again, whether or not you believe in the law of attraction, you're going to be different out in the world. You're less effective, so on, less creative. If you're in that negative feeling, than when you're in the expansive feeling. So, you know, even if you don't believe it, just try it. You can see where logically it's just better to expect better and asking the more positive questions. Why are you asking for answers to questions that you, ugh, you want answers? You want the positive answers, so you ask the positive questions. Is that, is that again, is that a daily practice? Is that learning from mentors? Is that? It is now. I'm telling you, I, I had an aha moment on that question thing not that long ago. And I realized that I had gotten into a habit of asking a lot of questions I don't want the answers to. And so, so I started asking different questions. And I'm telling you, it's major. It, it shifts your whole being, your, your physiology changes. Yes, it's a habit. Anytime I try, anytime I ask, I find myself going asking some question about why that's happening, I turn it. I must ask myself three or four outrageous questions a day, easily, and get into the feeling of that. And I absolutely recommend it. Yeah, I love it. I love it. So part of part of what you've talked about is is almost catching yourself in the moment. You know, if 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 it's the old wiring that's running the tape again. And then catching yourself and being aware of that. How how have you are there practices we like we mentioned a bit of meditation and such, but are there practices that you have to maintain that awareness? Well, I mean, I, I don't know that it's a practice so much, it's just that I've made the decision to do it. Like I like I've just got this this uh, it's like I flipped a switch that says detect negative emotion, right? <laughs> and and observe it like allow myself and that that takes some time but it's easier and easier with time because when when you first start it you really feel justified in your negative emotion you really and you would fight for it right and that's the, the another thing is from being a coach is you see people fight for their limitations all the time no you don't understand this is my situation 
you know, so when I see that with myself, I would see that with myself. Yeah, it was a little bit harder to get into observation mode and be willing to let go of all of the emotion around it. Yeah. Like you could completely be emotionless and just observe it from a bird's eye view and go, this is what happened. This happened here. This happened here. I am wired to react like this and think all this negative stuff. How would I like to react? You, you were asking about a practice. So in defining who you really want to be, when I when you can get into observation mode and you see that, okay, I'm wanting to respond this way. How would I rather respond? What's the ideal response the ideal version of me who's abundant and peaceful and loving and all the things I want to be? How did they respond in this situation? Cause it's not that. Yeah. So you just make something up. You just make something up that's empowering and run that process in your head and then maybe try it the next time. But the more that you do that, the more that you catch yourself and run different scenarios, you're, you're, you're putting, you're, you're, you're creating new neuro pathways that hopefully you'll put more and more attention on. And the more attention you put on over here, if you don't use them, they wither away over here. And that's the goal. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Is there, is there a particular client that you've worked with? Obviously maybe not naming specific, but is, or is there a particular breakthrough that you have where you've worked with somebody and it's just been almost miraculous that you that it, it it stayed with you because you just thought that is a transformation that I can really you know that's just quite incredible or maybe it's a well, serious thing. Yeah, yeah I think when I started doing group coaching they were happening like crazy yeah like it's it's I have memories of just you know people making drastic decisions in their lives and going against things that, you know, had kept them stopped for years, like what their parents would think and all of that. I mean, it, it sounds mild, but some yeah. people are absolutely imprisoned by that. Yeah. What will my parents think? That one thing that, like to me, that's not a thing, but to some people it's a huge thing. And to watch them get up and move out of state and make major decisions that are more in alignment with who they want to be than who they've been. Uh, with with absolutely no guarantee, no certainty, and then I've watched this just miracles unfold for them. Yeah, you know because they they just owned it, you know. So it's, but but it is boy oh boy. I mean it, it took a while, you know, for some some people because they're so they just justify their limited limited thinking, and then the danger is they own it. Yeah, I know I've got this limited thinking thing, or I've just got resistance around this area. That's where personal development it goes too far, right? Because now they now they're owning their their issue, and now I look I'm working on my issue. It's like okay, no, no, you don't recognize it to just like obsess over it. You recognize it so you do whatever you got to do to let it go and realize it just it's not it doesn't need all this attention. And people spend a ton of time working, working, working on this problem and not realizing that they're feeding energy into it. I'm a big fan of release techniques like EFT and things like hypnosis to deal with that. But, but it's to, to deal with it, not yeah. to obsess on it and get stuck on it and, and all of that, because we do not need to do that. Yeah. Do you think with, with social media on the rise over the last few years, that there's, there's a danger that there's almost too many experts now? Because, I mean, you, again, with the secret and your background and things and, and the, the amount of study and practice that's gone into your, um, you know, your, your, your position now, do you look at some people, not necessarily in a, well, I mean, do, do you see some people and think, where are they coming from? That doesn't make, or almost that they're maybe teaching the wrong things. So here's my conscious opinion on that, is that, you know, it would be pretty egotistical for me to assume that I'm the one who's right. 
yeah i have my position and i have the i have my position for the reasons i have it and i share that message and it resonates with some but not all and that is true of everybody else there out there with a message and i think that it for for someone who is in if, if you've even got, requested information from any personal development now you're getting inundated with emails and stuff and you see it all the time on your timelines because you're in that circle and all you see is experts everywhere. And yes, I can see where a person would say there's too many of them, but not all of them are for you. Yeah. You just put your attention on the one you want. And if this person doesn't connect with anyone, eventually they'll go away or they'll just, you know, keep doing it. It doesn't have to. So it's, it's we got to be careful about saying there's too many because how do we know? I mean, there's somebody out there whose life may be impacted by that person we think is freaking crazy. Yeah. in a positive way it's not for us to say yeah. that there's too many it's just like we as experts should do what we do with all the passion and belief and integrity that we absolutely that we can and just know that when we do that we're going to reach the people that are appropriate for us and the other people will learn from someone else or they won't is there is there a particular coach i'm gonna i'm gonna circle around to that actually um uh, as, the, as the final question but is there a particular coach or somebody mentor close distant that you've worked with um, that really moved you forward and, and, and helped you progress? In, and and not necessarily just with the law of attraction, but in any area of, of life, wow. at any stage of life. Well, I, I'll talk to the personal development uh, side of things and impact because that is something that I don't have a lot of heroes in this industry. You know, there's not a lot of people I just study and study and study and all of that, even though, I mean, I, I just got... I just picked up Science of Getting Rich about a year and a half ago and took it seriously, and it changed me. I mean, it fundamentally changed me. So that's one, you know, Wallace D. Wallace, but that's not a coach that I've worked with. But, but you know, I'm, there is a, there's, do you know who Andy Shaw is? No, uh, I've okay. not heard that from him. Andy Shaw wrote uh, a, a couple of books called A Bug-Free Mind, Using and Creating a Bug-Free oh, Mind. And I yes. know Andy personally, yeah. Okay. So this stuff is, I think, some of the best, personal development material out there because it addresses the thinking piece of it. Yeah. Like why, how we process stuff. It's the closest thing to a rewiring manual, you know, that I know of. It's a lot, yeah. but it is, it is, in, it's just intelligent. It's grounded. It just, uh, for someone like me, you know, it was pivotal. So I spent a great deal of time just listening to the audio of that over and over and over and over again. And that absolutely helped move me in this direction. The yeah. guy who wrote the book, A Happy Pocket Full of Money, which was the book that I read that had my lights come on around the physics of my thought, David Cameron, he was huge and pivotal, but we never really worked together. So I had a lot of sort of, you know, long distance, you know, people who have influenced me yeah. in how I approach things and even people in entertainment, you know, who, who have impacted and sort of given me permission to do even what I do with the Bob Doyle show, we hugely influential. I've never met them, never talked to them, but I would definitely refer to them as sort of an indirect mentor. Yeah. You know, so there's, there's lots of people like that in my life, but I don't have a shelf of, Oh my God, you got to read everything. So-and-so does. Yeah. Is there, is there one, I'll, I'll put up by the way, sorry, I'll, I'll just mention, I'll put show notes. I'll put links to the, those particular books. So Andy Shaw, you mentioned, um, the, the, two, the two books. Could you just say those, those titles? Yes. So uh, Creating a Bug-Free Mind and Using yeah. a Bug-Free Mind are the two Andy Shaw things. Brilliant. And then uh, A Happy Pocket Full of Money is the okay. other book. 
Okay. I'll, David, I'll, David King, yeah. Brilliant. I will link to those. And you mentioned the, the Wallace uh, D. Wattles, um, The Science of Getting Rich. Yeah, I actually give that away on my site because I have a special PDF version of it where I have a forward that I wrote. And then I also, there, one of the programs that I have is a, a, a video deep dive into each chapter. Okay. And I, but I, I do give one away with the book, one of the video deep dives on, on the, the uh, chapter on gratitude, which I think is like one of the most important things. We can throw that in the show notes too, if you want, where people Amazing. get that book. Yeah. That, if they don't have it, it's, it's in the public domain. I'm a, a total transparency. They yeah. could do a search and find it, but I'd like them to, to, to sort of get my, you know, like, here's how I want you to approach this book. Because I think a lot of people approach it like, oh, it's 100 years old. I wonder what he means. When I'm saying he means exactly what he says. Yeah. And so my coaching around it is to keep you on how simple this can be. Sure. That's okay. That's, that's perfect. Um, I will certainly link to that as well. Um, thank you, Bob. Because one of the, my next question was going to be if there was, you know, if there was one specific, specific book or particular book that maybe you, you gift most to people. But I think that <laughs> kind of ties in nicely. So let's go with that one. That can be the gift. Uh, that we're going to give to people listening today. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just to, just to, um, two final questions, really. Just because I'm, I'm, uh, I'm very conscious of your time. We've, we've been on quite a while now. Um, is if there was one, how, how do you define or have you defined your mission, if you like, your bigger, your when you, when you come to the end of your life, how is there a, is there a way that you will know that yes, I've, I've Mission, mission accomplished kind of thing. Yeah, I, I think that the thing I'm most passionate about, the thing that, that drove me and would make me emotional and really had me just continue my search until I found some sort of joy in what I did with my most of my waking hours, it's all about that creative self-expression because so many people just live such a repressed life. And so the law of attraction is a great conversation to help you with that and, and the abundance piece and all of that. But you can have a lot of money and all that stuff. But if you're not expressing who you really are out in the world, you will not feel complete. It will not give you what you think you, it will. It will not. So you, so help if, if I, at the end of my life have can learn that because of my silliness or something I said or whatever it is, gave someone permission to be who they were when they were not able to do that before, then that's, you know, that's, that's what I'm here for. So, so I can do it through helping people live stream. I can do it through coaching a law of attraction. I can do it through being an example on the Bob Doyle show of look how fun it is to be silly, you know? So it's like, or playing the ukulele or whatever, you know? So that's why I like to just share all the aspects of my creativity because maybe it'll grab somebody and give them permission to play a little bit bigger game. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you. And then, the, the final question, which I ask to everybody who comes onto the show is, and I, it probably ties in nicely with what we, we discussed before, but um, the title of the, the podcast is Influence. So mm. what does the word influence mean to you? Yeah, I, I thought about this a bit, and there's all these quantum ways I can look at it through influencing people's energy and all, all of these other things. But I think just kind of what we just talked about, it, it's just like inspiring, I think, when I, when I think of the word influence, I'm sure there's different energies you could wrap around it. But to me, I, I would look at it almost synonymous with inspire. If I could influence somebody to follow their passion, if I could influence someone to, to follow this piece of their dream or, or read that book or see that, whatever I think, you know, it, but, but that influence takes inspiration. You know, they need to be inspired to do it. I don't want them to just do it because I told them to, because that's just a flat 
it's not a full thing. I can influence somebody to take an action, but if they're not inspired to do it, they're probably not going to receive the full benefit from it. Yeah, absolutely. Perfect. I think that's a, a wonderful place to leave it. So Bob, I can only thank you so much for your time again. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure um, being with you and working with you. I wish you uh, every success with the, the upcoming launch of the, um, the live stream program. Uh, I'll put links in the show notes so that everybody can access that as well. Is there any final things that you'd, you'd like to share just before we, before we wrap up? No, I, I just think that overall, when it, when it comes to this whole conversation around personal development and making yourself better and so on, is that, and while there is a lot of discomfort in the process because of the rewiring and it can be easy to classify it as hard work or whatever, it also can be fun. And the sooner that you inject fun into your vision of who you are and what your life is about, the, the easier and more enjoyable this process is going to be. If it feels laborious, if it feels painful, if you associate transformation with, oh, I've got to go into these dark places, it's going to be slow going because who wants to do that, right? What if you could create a vision where transformation was fun and that it allowed you to tap into parts of you that just really, really want to come out and that's where the transformation springs, springs from. And it doesn't have to be this painful dredge through years and years of stuff. Will we visit that? Probably because it has to do with your wiring. Will we hang on to it and obsess over it? No. We're going to use that to inform what you truly want in your life and put all of your attention there. Perfect. Thank you, Bob. Um, where can where can people connect with you uh, beyond this podcast? Where would be the best place? Um, say um, social media, website, where would you where would you guide people? I to? am uh, ridiculously easy to find. I mean, you Bob Doyle that Google machine and I'm all over the place, although I'm not 82 like it says I am. But yeah, you can, you can find me on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I've got my sort of umbrella website, which is meetbobdoyle.com. I mean, there's, there's no shortage. It okay. is not hard. I love it. And we'll put links to all those again. Bob, thank you so much. I uh, greatly appreciate your time. I do hope that there's an opportunity in the future where we can maybe do a part two. Uh, but thank you so much. Greatly appreciated. And um, for everybody listening, I do trust that this has been useful. Do give us some feedback. Um, please get in touch with Bob. Obviously, get in touch with myself as well. Um, but massive, massive thanks one more time to Bob. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. And thank you, everybody, this evening for listening along as well. Hi, friends. Jake here again. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can find links to anything that we've discussed, books, trainings, other podcasts, uh, anything currently that we're enjoying, you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at Jake Adam Davey. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.